Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts. Another podcast of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We got a bunch of people watching on Facebook Live. We got people watching on YouTube Live. Things are starting to rock and roll for us lately. And we've got Super Nash in the house. And we got Super Nash here also. Uh, You can see us on Facebook Live flashing back and forth uh, because we do the single speaker thing going lately. It seems to uh, entertain people a little bit more for what's going on. Uh, welcome, Super Nash. I'm so glad. Uh, the only reason why this podcast is happening is because of you anyways. Nah. What do you mean? You know, we'd have something to podcast about. Uh, but here but not... Not this Russell's, not this batch. You, I said, you know how much I love Russell's 13. Uh, you'd also know, uh, you absolutely know, and I asked if you could get me one. You got me one. We did a tra- I traded you for it, and it was just fantastic, uh, and I'm glad that it's here. I've got it poured, uh, but just right, and it's poured. It's been aerated, and now it's got its cover sitting so that we can taste it. I'm going to barrel bash uh, batch five, and he's going to barrel batch batch three, and we'll kind of compare the two. I've had batch three, and I've had batch five, and I've had batch one so far. So it's kind of excellent. All the, the my my batch three is uh, my batch one is sitting up there, and then my batch three, and then I've also got a little uh, treat here because I got a Russell's uh, thirteen uh, reserve thirteen from 
a private barrel pick from uh, the Wisco bourbon people. So uh, he gave me a little bit of that to bring along uh, when I left, when I was there. And then also uh, just remember where the Scotchy Bourbon Boys, www.scotchybourbonboys.com for all your Scotchy Bourbon Boys uh, needs. And then also you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and X, and then also all the major podcast formats. No matter what you do, like, listen, uh, uh Leave feedback and then also give us good reviews. Uh, it's very appreciated if you can do that, especially on Apple. Uh, it leads to more people listening. So if you can give us a good review, we would appreciate it. Uh, we've got the holidays coming up. So uh, this is uh, Tuesday, December 5th, the night of St. Nick, actually. So St. Nick's supposed to come tonight. Uh, he came early for me. Uh, Super Nash just keeps sending shit up to me, and he, I just keep opening it, and I just St. Nick's been here. Plus, then there's a bunch of stuff for Christmas. But also, um, uh, Jennifer, uh, cheers. Thanks for watching, that's for sure. And then also, uh, cheers to Caravaggio, DeSanta Isabel. He is one of our best followers, man. He is super cool, and I uh, just want to say cheers, Caravaggio. Yeah, and Greg said he had last year's, and it was very good. Uh, last year's was good. The The first year was insane. Last year's was very good. But this year's is the one that won double gold. So the batch that batch five won double gold. So you could go on the website, see all the different batches, and each year it's done better and better. And, I mean, the one thing that I got to say is that the price went up more and more each year. I mean, the first year, was was that, that was a steal, right? Wouldn't you say that was a steal? Oh I mean, this year this this batch MSRP I believe is one fifty nine ninety nine if I'm not mistaken, or was it one ninety nine? It could have been one ninety nine. I don't know. I wasn't able to actually see it on the shelf, but it was uh, extremely more expensive than when I think it first started out. I think it was under one fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, one fifty nine ninety nine. I think when it first started out, it was seventy nine ninety nine, or it could have even been sixty nine ninety nine if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, back when it first started out, actually, uh, when it first started, the first year, I, I want to say it was seventy nine ninety nine that I gave for my first bottle. Okay, there you go. So, and then, 80, uh, and then also, uh, just remember, everybody, our uh, it's like I said, December fifth, but our Christmas party, which is Friday, December fifteenth, seven p.m. at the Gervasi Stillhouse here in Canton, Ohio. We have a lot of people coming into town for this. The Scotchy Bourbon Boys is going to be meeting there. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be all different types of giveaways. Uh, we've got, uh, I believe, Andy. Uh, <laughs> why am I having a mental block? Uh, help me out here, Nash. Our, Andrew Camden? Uh, yeah, Andy Camden. Uh, he, bas- he basically is donating a barrel head to give away. We've, okay, yeah. we've got Walker. Uh, he's donating a bottle. You're donating many bottles. Uh, there's there's going to be a lot of give. I got, I got some surprises. You, there might be, you know, you might think it might be a bottle. No, I could tell. Be like several bottles. Yeah, it looked like that. That there there could be in one. There, it looked like it could be some uh, bourbon uh, body wash and shampoo. you're just saying that because i tricked you yeah you did one time yes you did you tricked me it was a good trick anyways but uh 
Looking forward to that party. Uh, I hope everybody can make it. This is going to be fun. There's going to be, I mean, there's going to be good pours. Uh, Mike Leverton. Yeah, absolutely. And also there's going to be some cigars uh, going along because uh, there's a smoking lounge outside Gervasi out there. Yeah, and I've, I've got my Cigar Labs caper dry system, these little inserts that go to, on a cigar and make the... I ordered me some, too. Yeah, me too. I got another That's coming. Lab, yeah. But there's these That's little amazing. inserts that go on the bottom of your cigar. And honestly, everybody on YouTube and uh, on Facebook can see them. But these inserts go at the bottom, and what they do is they, they uh, even out the smoke going into your mouth. It, it also deals with your saliva interacting with... Uh, it interacts with this wood instead of interacting with the tobacco. And then the next day, you don't have that disgusting cigar mouth that you taste the whole day. Now, some people like that, but I'm not a fan of of that. So, you know, I just keep going with that. So we're going to have cigars, bourbon. There's going to be hors d'oeuvres. Uh, there's a light fare for anybody who wants to eat that, you know, that's you it's all going to be a cash bar of course and cash but but they have the light fare and then uh like i said the pours are going to be good and reasonable michael lefferton is the bartender there sean is the manager and we've got it all set up but mike uh he is actually i gotta put it if you go to my facebook jeffrey mueller uh i posted today uh i posted um uh cr code so that so that you can get um, to his bar competition. He wants to be the bartender of the year and get out for a magazine. And so if everybody could go there, you're allowed one vote a day. And I would love to vote him into that because he is a fantastic bartender. He makes some, he's got a special couple special holiday drinks. He's going to be making for us there uh, and have a special on that. And uh, yeah, Jennifer, I can't wait. We're looking forward to it too. Um, so there we go. That's the the holiday party. But also Super Nat. What's the whole group is going to be up? We got uh, we got whiskey. We got CT. We got Super Nash, Myself, Roxy. We're all going to be at there. Uh, we are going to be podcasting our holiday podcast, which will lead into our Bourbon of the Year podcast. Uh, they're going to kind of what, and then we'll release those going forward. Uh, so we've got a full slate starting Thursday night, and then after that, we're headed down to. Columbus, Springfield, and Kentucky. And we are going to be running all the hell all over the place, having an absolute blast. Early so, Saturday morning, going all, all the way, way till Monday. Monday night. Monday hopefully, morning. Hopefully, topping it up uh, late Sunday evening at uh, our fr- friend and uh, Greg Snyder's, right? Oh, that's late Sunday night, but then when we. So that's what I said, late right, Sunday night. but we're going to try and top it off at the Spirit of French Lick because we're going to be in Indiana. It's only an hour away. Makes sense. Wake up on Monday, hit French Lick in the morning, and then head home. So it's something to that think about. Cool. That sounds like uh, see our good friend Alan Bishop. I haven't seen him in a while. Set up that next. We'll set up that next barrel pick that we're going to be doing uh, coming up. So, all right. Yeah. So Greg says uh, yes for sure. Uh, Greg, we will chat about uh, when when we can see you. All right, so let's get into this. I'm so excited. This is one of my favorites. I'm hoping that after I open this bottle, I sipped a little bit right off the bat on the on the um, next 
Yes, there will be bourbon balls at the party. Actually, tonight uh, we're going to be rolling some. We made we got so many batches, uh, but these bat this this current batch we're making right now is Michter's for the bourbon balls. So everybody know that they're going to also be for sale. I just want to say that yeah, usually uh, that's what I get roped into doing on Thursday afternoon when I after I I get there and. Uh, <laughs> He ropes me into making about two hundred dozen of those. <laughs> two hundred. Yep. So they'll get finished up in time for us to start the party. Yep. So there'll be bourbon balls for everybody to snack on, and then also they'll be for sale. So uh, that's with that said, we should get to this uh, Russell Reserve now. The Russell, the Russell's Reserve, um, is always is from the start. It's just my my taste palette and. Uh, Eddie and Jimmy have done an amazing job with this. Uh, I love Rare Breed. So you're talking about their barrel strength, which is caramely, and then you're taking that mash and taking it all the way to 13 years. And that's the youngest in the batch. So there's other other older uh, bourbons in there. You could tell by the rich color. I think this is the darkest batch of... uh, all the three of them. It's just so rich. And the barrel strength, and it's 114.8. It's a hundred. It's been a. This, this batch three of. Yep. I guess it too. So it's pretty dark too. Yeah, it's it's dark, but that's the, that yeah. looks a little red, and this is pulling off that brownish color that it actually gets to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I have to and, agree. And everybody, everybody that's been tasting this, uh, it's not the same. It adds, it's a much more richer bourbon flavor and not as sweet as the last couple batches. But, the you know, there's a there's a whole hell of a lot between a dessert bourbon, in my opinion, where it's really caramely and sweet, to where you get back to, it still has enough sugar, but at the same time, it is... Uh, has enough sugar, but it doesn't have enough. What would you say? Um, it, it has enough sugar, but not too much. A lot of batches sometimes have too much sugar. Not that I don't like that, but there's a balance between it tasting like bourbon with some sugar, or the sugar starts to take over. Which in a lot of cases with whiskey is fine. There's that's awesome, but in this case, uh, they backed it off a little bit, and it was spectacular results. So. With that said, uh, why don't you start giving us some info on Russell's Reserve 13-year? A little back. You got any backstory or it's just all info? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's is. go. Let's go, Nash. Hey, Russell's oh. Reserve 13-year. Oh, well, let, let's see. Here we go. All right. So uh, what does a Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame master distiller give to his father? Another Kentucky bur- Bourbon Hall of Fame master distiller on Father's Day? Well, this isn't a a trick question. So, of course, the answer is a specially selected Kentucky bourbon. And since those are legendary father and son do a wild turkey, the bourbon in question is the Russell's Reserve 13-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon. We're reviewing the third and latest release, actually the fifth release today. And one can argue that uh, Jimmy Russell is wild turkey. He has worked there for almost 70 years and counting, much to... Of it is to as master distiller. His son Eddie began with the company in 1981, working with it his way up 
to Master Distiller too. He began creating tribute bottlings to his father, the first of which was released in 1998. He he crafted the first Russell's Reserve, also a 13-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon, in honor of his father, Jimmy, for Father's Day in 2021. Over the years, he has created more singular bottlings and regular releases under his label, though the 13-year-old is the personal favorite of Eddie's. Regular releases include a 10-year-old bourbon and a 6-year-old rye, or limited release last year include a single Rickhouse Expression, which was from the decommissioned Camp Nelson C. Rickhouse, and today, the Russell's Reserve is in line with the Wild Turkey family. Fallerson <laughs> shared <laughs> duties assembling the releases. Working together seems a natural development since uh, Eddie's entire career has been spent alongside his father. And let's see. So this goes on to tell about the third release, which uh, I've got. Okay. Yeah, and just know that all that backstory Greg Schneider referred to as yes. <laughs> and Greg Schneider, he goes, he goes, not tonight. No need to discuss further, not tonight, for sure. But at the same time, uh, Greg Schneider does know. He knows what's BS and what isn't because, you know, he was the one with that Russell's Reserve that he knows that story. We've had that story, but let's keep going on batch three. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Bar and Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. And just, just so you know, Greg, I have to pull what I can get from the media, but we know, we know the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Right. Uh, so you want to go on a little bit about Batch 3, or yeah. you want to talk about uh, your Batch uh, let's let's do batch. You talk about batch three, and then talk about batch five, and then we'll we'll barrel bash them together and come up with the score. Right. Well, uh, let's see. This thirteen-year-old uh, is uh, back up here. His third release of Brussels Reserve thirteen-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon Robust seems to be the goal. The releases are bottled at barrel-proof and non-chill filter to keep the character of the barrel, resulting in a more robust mouthfeel for Eddie Russell. To add to the full-bodied mouthfeel the distillery notes and the Russell's Reserve is distilled at a lower ABV, meaning less water is added before barreling, resulting in robust whiskey. The match bill is the same for all wild turkey releases, and uses all non-GMO American-grown grains. Although Wild Turkey won't verify the recipe, the general consensus is that the match bill for the straight bourbon is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. For the distillery, the whiskey is described as a distinctive sip, exhibiting sweet and woody notes that give way to rich flavors of honey, chocolate, and nougat throughout, and a smoky charred note on the palate and finish. It sounds thoughtfully decadent and powerfully drum. Let's taste. 
And let's see the tasting notes uh, for this. Uh, Holy man. Well, for batch five. We'll go on to the nose. Uh, initial aromas, uh, according to this. And this is, uh, I'm getting this from the whiskey wash. Is this uh, batch five now? No, this is from no, batch three. three. Okay. Yeah, the, on the nose, uh, initial aromas of moderate intensity, but complex, the aromas of uh, orchard fruit, ripe green pear, pears, rose oil, cherry blossom, and some oxidative and savory notes like fried pork belly, coffee, and shoe polish. <laughs> Smells tasty, though it tastes, takes a hearty inhale to capture these aromas. With time, the aromatics unfurl a touch, showing aromas of vanilla wafer cookies, mint chocolate ice cream. The savory character keeps the more decadent notes in check. Very pretty. Though I wouldn't mind it if it was more aromatic. How more aromatic can you get with those? You those know, notes, that's a lot. Notes that they gave. Yep. Wow. So what do you got as far as uh, five? All right, let me pull up five here. I'm telling you, the nose on this is spectacular. It's a really good, it's the kind of nose I want on a bourbon. It's what I want. Oh, my God. It's total. Oh. And it's really cool because I keep putting my uh, cover on. And as you, I, I hit it again, one here, one there. Uh, there's a lot of, hey, Ross is watching. Welcome, Ross. Glad to have you watching. Uh, we're we're uh, well into this uh, wild turkey, but we have uh, uh, wild turkey. This Russell's Reserve 13-year <laughs> batch five. Uh, Nash is about to read on that, uh, what he's got for the notes. So let's get going. 13-year with 15 and 21. He says, this latest batch has 13-year base. Uh, Joe Roseman saying with a 15-year and a 21-year. So, yeah, I can smell that. I, I'm smelling that. The nose on this is spectacular. Did you lose your fives? Yeah. I mean, you only showed it to me before. <laughs> uh, Ross says, hola. Oh Thank you, Joe. For that on the 15 year and the 21 year, because honestly, I really feel this one is a much more uh, compared to the last ones. They've added in a, a bourbon with a, some Rickhouse action going on there as far as not the, like I, I always say. Here we go. OK, here we go. Uh, let's see. First tasting notes. uh Lots of age, the nose, lots of age character, sweet and woody with notes of dark uh, dried fruit, chocolate, honey, caramel, nougat, and brown sugar. On the palate, sweet and warming, dried dark fruit notes complete with charred confectionery notes and charred marshmallow and burnt brown sugar. That's the, the what was the first one, the nose? The nose was lots of age character, sweet and woody with notes of uh, dark Dried fruit, chocolate, honey, caramel, nougat, and brown sugar. Okay, and then, okay, so let's go to the taste then. And on the taste, the palate, sweet and warming, 
dried dark fruit notes complete with uh, charred confectionery notes of charred marshmallow and burnt brown sugar. Okay. Then On the finish, smoky campfire, warming, long, and lingering. And these tasting notes were uh, provided by Wild Turkey. Well, I'm telling you, um, there, there's a lot of stuff that's really close in there. I mean, the nose, the only thing I'll add to this nose is that when you were talking about on the last one, those cherry blossoms, there's a cherry aspect to this that is very rich. This is a very, this, the nose here, although in, uh, when we barrel bash and I'll get into this because we're about to barrel bash. Uh, this is, let me give you a couple more things. Okay. And as they say, this is, uh, just, uh. They won't give the actual mash bill, but this is the general consensus, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. And this is 114.8 proof that you're drinking. Okay. Yeah, all all five of them have been 114.8 proof. Yeah. They they bring them out and they take them. They, they, they say barrel proof, it's barrel proof, but they... They basically adjust them all to be 114.8. I would say I'm not complaining about a 114.8 proof are you from a barrel proof on their batches. So, are we ready? All right. So, the Scotchy Bourbon Boys barrel bashing uh, system or barrel bashing rating system is based off of bashing on a barrel. Our barrel is a Spirit of French Lick, uh, William Dalton, three French Oak Stay finished barrel uh, with 15 and 21 year old. Hope it's not too overweighted. No, Greg, this one is not too overweighted. Oh, the way I can describe. Uh, uh, he, okay, Bill, 73 is the only recipe that. Okay, so that. Is Greg Schneider verifying 75, 13, 12 is the only recipe that Wild Turkey uses? That's Greg awesome. Schneider. Thanks, Ooh. Greg. Yeah, thanks. That's a, that is on some pretty damn good authority. <laughs> on the mash bill. Right there. Thanks, Greg. Before so, you go any further, I've got one more thing about my batch three that I found out. Okay. This is comprised of 41 barrels of a 20-year, 17-barrel... 41 barrels of a 20-year, 17 barrels of an 18-year, and the rest being 15-year and 14-year barrels from warehouses CNA, CND, and CNE. All right. There you go. If you found that on five, that would be great, but I don't think you got that. So anyways. I, get, I couldn't get any more on five. Uh, I looked and looked and looked when I was trying to find out what the barrel, you know, what barrels made up five, but. Couldn't find anybody that would give me that. All right. So our barrel bashing scale is based off of four categories. Two categories, which is finish and taste, are more important to us as we've evolved. And therefore, you can get up to five barrel bashes per category there. But the other two categories, which is uh, body, mouthfeel, and also nose, um, I always go up. You can get four in those categories for a total of 18. But as Roxy made famous, we have a butt up up. And the butt up up is an addition to one category that may be exceptional, 
so that you can add one more point. So the total of a perfect bourbon for the Scotchy Bourbon Boys would be a 19 of 18, the actual score. So, uh, and they discovered them late in maturation life. He, he says he's got to believe those barrels got lost in inventory. That's what Greg Schneider's says. It makes sense. But at the same time, you know, we are getting into some of the depth. So maybe uh, they were put aside by somebody right as it was starting. You know, we we're getting, you know, 2015 to, you know, this started like in 2012 and maybe somebody, you know, I'm not saying Eddie or, or Jimmy, but someone else realized that you want to start putting stuff back. But anyways, all right. So I'm going to do the nose first and then you do the nose of yours. And I got to, I got to say that oh uh, they are in 2024. <clears throat> they are going to release a Russell's reserve. 15 year. Ooh. Yeah, who knows? They've already created the label for it. And I did did find that, but I didn't have time to print it. All right. The nose on uh, batch five, which we also knew uh, based off of what he was saying, was um, he said that there's a 13 with 15 and 21 year in batch five. The nose on this, uh, based off of your tasting notes, is pretty much, I'm, I pick up. A little bit of cherry. I pick up the char, the mar- which is like a marshmallow. I pick up uh, a little bit of uh, oak char, not it's sweet oak. But I'm telling you, I can smell this all day. That's how you know what a really good bourbon is when you nose it and you don't want to stop smelling it. There's certain things that I just love, like, for instance, Starbucks breakfast blend. I can take ground up Starbucks bre- breakfast blend and squeeze the air out of the package into, and I can just smell that for a long time. It doesn't taste the same when you brew it, but the smell of that coffee, and that's what this bourbon's doing to me right now. So I'm going to really quick, I'm just going to tell you, it gets a four. With a butt up up. It's exceptional. An exceptional nose. Five points for me. What do you got on your oh. nose? I'm excited. That that started off and you know, I'm and I talk about it doesn't have the great, you know, the first category isn't the most important, but it is uh exciting when it's really good. Hopefully the taste matches. And like <sighs> plums and Brown sugar. Yeah. And a little oakiness off of this one. I remember there was a little bit more than batch one. Oh. But not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, for a 13 year. I have to give mine a, a four. All right. I can't give it. It's not enough to put it to that badumpum, but I got to give it a four. All right. Let's go with. Uh, Body, look at that baby in your glass. Oh, can I do it? Yep, I'm gonna roll it. I got I got this set up to roll. There you go. Roll her around. Roll it around once. Roll it. Bring it up. Oh, it's oh, wow. Look at like you could see it. Just a slight bit much for a roll on mine. But. Yeah, but I'm looking at the complete coverage, and the legs have not started yet. It's crazy. I'm waiting. 
I mean, when it sticks like this at the top, like the whole thing, it just and then you know how this works. As yours it is, yours is thicker than mine. Yeah, this is this Watch, is mine's mine start takes a second, but then they start and then they're a little bit thinner once they start. Mine has not started. Oh. That's how up oh, there it is. And they're thick. Wow, are they wide. That's crazy how it just appears, isn't it? Wow, as it runs back down into the glass. They are a little bit, they're not as thick as some. But, wow, there we go. All right, so let's let's give this a taste. What's the, uh, I like the viscosity of it on the glass. Wow. Mm. All right, so body, I can't ask for much more. I know it's a barrel strength. It's at 114.8. There's no place I'm not tasting this. Under tongue, roof of my Matt. mouth, and cheeks. Matt Lison's watching us. All right. Hey, Matt. Good to see you. So it, it, the I got to give this a four. Bashing that French oak, spirit of French lick. Uh French Oak Stave, Maddie, uh, not Maddie Gladden, but uh, William Dalton Barrel back there. Uh, like to thank uh, the Spirit of French Lick for their sponsorship, and then also Alan Bishop. And uh, remember, Alan Bishop does. If you have ghosts, you have everything podcast, and also the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute. If you want to check out either one of those, one's on YouTube, the Distilling Institute, and the other ones on all the bo- podcast formats. So, what you got on your body? Have to give mine a four too. I mean, this 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 is a very nice body on it. This is such a good one. Nice thick, thickness to it. So, so this one compared to the other batches. The other batches were caramel dominated. It was like sucking on a caramel candy. This one has added back the wood or the bourbon flavor that of the, of what I like to call like when you're in a Rick house and you smell. Um, it is just similar to what Booker's has done on their batch, their mighty fine batch, but this one is more of a, a, this 13 year, 21 year, you know, there's a richness to it and uh, actual balance to it. That's amazing. All the flavors. I mean, I get the current, I get the cherry, I get the caramel, caramel on the front, maybe a little bit of apple way in the back palate. And then it goes to a little bit of a a Char on, on the back palette on mine. And let's see. I don't know how this the finish. I haven't thought of the finish. All right. So I can get you're, you're, we're doing taste right now, right? Right. Yeah. It's taste. Mikey V just bought your batch of three. Mikey, good batch. Good. Well, are you doing batch three? 
Or are you thinking you bought batch three and it's batch five? Because 2020 had the release or 2021 had the release of one batch. Then 2022 had two, two and three and 2023 has had, um, Four and five. So it's when you just bought batch three, have you bought the current batch? Because that is batch five, which is called batch five. It came from a different uh, from different rick houses, and it was um, that batch is called L L L E, right? Batch five L L L E. What I was pulling, looking to pull up my sheet to have the batch batches in the years here. Well, I'm pulling that up, and I believe you got that right. What are you going to write that? Yeah. All right, Mikey. Uh, Taste-wise, this is really good. Uh, but 2022, if that's a 2022 release, that was the only release with a LL slash KE during May of 2022. Uh, 2021 had two releases, and 2023 had two releases. Okay. Yeah, you are correct, Jeff. All right. So, hmm, I really like this bourbon a lot. But in comparison, there's a lot of Rickhouse flavor in it, which is like Cave Hill, which I like. But... It's lacking a little bit, just a little bit of the caramel that I love. I want more caramel butterscotch flavors. That That's why I loved that Russell's. I would just have liked a little bit more. So I'm going to give this a four for taste. You know what I'm picking up off of this. Caramel. Three. What? Caramel. Butterscotch. Yep. Vanilla. Cherry. Plum. Raisin. And then on the... Well, I shouldn't be talking about the finish, but gosh, and then it carries over. Somehow, all that just changes if you get this apple and almost a little bit of strawberry. This is so, such a complex taste. On this one right here, and that's why I love this batch three, and I know you did too, because you you could leave your bottle alone every time chance you got to taste that that batch three that I sent up to you. You, you were sipping on it. Every time I turned around, we're doing a fight. Look what I'm sipping on. Yeah, it was gone. I yeah, it's so sitting up there. It was so delicious, and then. So, uh, the original Russell's Reserve was a caramel vanilla bomb. He's talking about not even the 13-year, but at yeah, 101 yeah, proof. One. Yeah. But batch one of the 13-year, uh, Greg, was also a caramel vanilla bomb. bomb. And last year, the one that uh, actually Nash is on, that one to me was a caramel, almost butterscotch bomb, where this... um. I like the finish. I was just sitting here analyzing the finish while you were thinking about what you're going to give the taste, your taste. Uh, I'm going to have to give it uh, a four with a butt up because no, a five with the butt up up. Yeah, five. All right. One, two, three, four, five. 
this is this I promise is one of the most complex tastes in a bourbon. Everything that I ever wanted to taste out of a bourbon is in the you can is pull, in that you batch. Can pull out of it. Yeah, I agree. Each, each time you sip, there's on some it. people that are like disappointed somewhat in comparatively to this batch from the last two or the this and, and or this batch in a lot of reviews but uh, I, on the batch five there were some things that they they thought were left out on the batch five but yeah i but, like this batch three but if you're a bourbon fan like you love the taste of bourbon not the taste of bourbon that's been hyped up with caramel and butterscotch, but the actual taste of bourbon whiskey. This is what they brought this back to. Now, what's really cool on the finish is there's a peppery aspect that I've never tasted on, and it's just a little bit. And then, as far as the finish goes, it's like to say, Greg, I wish I was there. Or the original Russell's Reserve uh, when it when it came out and and you guys developed it. I can only imagine what you guys. Were so yeah. so the 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 finish on this is long. It sticks. It starts out with burnt brown sugar, like burnt burnt brown sugar. Okay. And then it goes to a burnt marshmallow. I actually tasted a campfire burnt marshmallow. And I have to say, because of the uniqueness of this, I absolutely love the finish and I love the nose. I think they're exceptional. I think the body is what I expect out of a Russell. It's just on the actual taste. There's some flavors in there that are really good. But the standard of Russell's uh, Russell's Reserve 13-year, it's not meeting those standards. It went in a different direction. So, like, if you were hoping that you're keeping it, Greg Schneider, oh, you said that. All right. So, anyways, I'm going to go with a, on this finish. I am impressed. It's long. It lingers. It lingers with toasted marshmallow. It also starts off with brown sugar and a little spice. I mean, this is more of a bourbon than Russell's Reserve was when what you're drinking. This is a man's manly bourbon. This is what somebody who wants to drink bourbon, not interested in all the fancy frou-frou flavors and everything. This is what you want to drink. This is what I believe, let's just say, Jimmy's still helping make this. And I guarantee you, if Booker was here, he would be giving this a high five. This batch, more so than the other batches, because the other batches are pulling way more caramel and butterscotch, where that's not what they were. They, I'm sure they, they passed on a bunch of those. Wouldn't you say, Nash, they put, passed on a bunch of, they did not make the bourbon sweeter. When you taste those dusties, you're not picking, you pick up that cherry flavor. You pick up that that you know the pick up the the essence of the rick house the oak and the and all the different things around it and all the terroir and all that and that's what this is this has brought back to more like a bookers but i will give this finish a 5 
I hope I don't one day sure. bash that barrel so much oh, we do a broken barrel. Yeah, it was delicious. The, the 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 finish was fantastic. It's a fantastic finish. Uh, but the taste, like I said, is just lacking what I was hoping for. This to me on batch three Jealous. Was, was where <laughs> I think on the finish this is where it was a little short. Exactly. You 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 knew what I was gonna say. No, I remember having it last year and it thinking about down. and then it was over. It's like you had to drink the whole bottle in one sitting just to keep the finish going. <laughs> totally agree. And that's why I've got to give the finish a three. And I mean, ooh. Yeah. I can't give it a four because, like I say, it's lacking. It's lacking there. It's lacking a little bit on the hug for 114 proof. It should give you just a little bit more hug. You know, you should feel a little bit more. You should have a little bit more uh, mouth feel. Yeah, I agree. You're, you're, and I'm not getting that. You so, know so your addition comes out to three. You, you are are you giving it one less the most? Because you could give the finish a a total of five. You're backing off to a. You're backing off two, or or are you backing off one? If you're back, what do you think you're backing off when you said it? I have no problem with you giving it a three, uh, because I agree it was short. I'm, but it was I'm it? I'm actually backing up, backing off, backing off two because, like I yep. said, it's you know because it's 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 not get it's not getting that rating because that's where it's it's lacking. It's just it just slows down all your flavors. Once they start hitting the back of the throat, they they dissipate quickly. No, it doesn't uh, warm you. It don't give you that warm, good feeling like you should be getting. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And and, and then the flavors they quickly go away, and all, and you're you're having to pick them up as as they go quickly, and. And like I say, it's not it's not hitting the full sides and the roof. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So that's that's why I, I gotta give it a three. All right, so you're three. Push it any higher than six is nine, and then you were four, three which is thirteen, eight, and eight, and you were five, eight, so you were you were eighteen. And I, no, I'm, I'm four, four. No, eight, you're eight. no, you were four, five. No, four, four is all you could give it. Eight, yeah. and then a five then plus five, a but up up. Three. So a six. So eight, six, okay, yeah, fourteen. Okay, yeah. So you gave it a seventeen out of eighteen. And I was a but up up for a five. A four is a nine. Then I went with a four, which is thirteen, and a five on the finish, which is an eighteen. So, this batch of five, based off of how it went, although it wasn't a, a six on the taste, it was a four on the taste, still, overall, m- surpassed the three, because I gave five and 18, and you gave 
three, a 17. So there you go, folks. I mean, this is how whiskey works, and it's just our opinion. Everybody, just our palates. I mean, all the batches come through, right? I mean, don't they come through? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for you to taste this. Um, I this does not at that at, it's even though it's eighteen out of eighteen, this is not in the running for what I've been doing for bourbon of the year. Uh, it won't be one of my two picks. It's up there. It was there, but tonight we analyzed it, and I really think I need a five on the taste to get into there because there's probably three or four other ones I have to narrow it down. But I. Really appreciate you narrowing it down tonight. But um, Greg Schneider was saying that in March that they are planning some chicken cock whiskey dinners in Columbus, which I'm in on. I mean, just just get my reservation for me right now, uh, Greg. And then also know that try not to make those dinners late March because that is the New Orleans bourbon festival that we've been invited uh super nash myself ct and whiskey to come down to new orleans and uh kind of party and cover the new orleans whiskey festival and so we will be gone i believe the 24th which is a wednesday march 24th thursday friday saturday sunday so i'm hoping those aren't at the end of the month and that they're at the beginning because if they are I will be be in NOLA too. Yeah. So obviously they will not overlap. So that's awesome. Awesome. All right. um, Sounds cool. Do you have anything else to add there, Super Nash? Oh, I think that pretty much covers it. uh, Except for uh, thank you to uh, Russell's. Yep. Jimmy, Eddie, and Bruce are doing some nice things there. Uh, I know that's I know what I know, but Bruce is doing some nice things too. I gave them all. I didn't say that that was this, but he's doing some things. That Rick House, uh, what is it called? The Rick House Reserve? Single, single, single Rick House. Single Rick House. Yeah. Ooh, 320. From uh, Warehouse C, which was decommissioned. By the way. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and uh, CT was able to get a bottle of that. And it is being, and it is being shopped around that at the Christmas party or the week, the, the, the podcasts leading up to the Christmas party, that that might be in the running for bourbon of the year. So, the only way that we're going to be able to taste that is if CT brings that up, and I think he's bringing it up, and then we're going to... So the way that, uh, real quick, the way the bourbon of the year is going to work is that each one of us, Roxy, Whiskey, uh, and Whiskey might not be able to make it, but he's going to be able to put his entry in. Uh, Super Nash, CT, and myself... Uh, Roxy was falling down. That's why it was decommissioned. Yeah, I think uh, the day that CT... CT bought it. He went over in front of the Rick house that was falling down and he took a picture of the falling down Rick house behind it. It was really kind of a cool pickup, the picture. So anyways, so my thing is, is that we're going to have 10, each person has 10 entries. Roxy's only putting one in. She already has, not 10, two two for a total of 10, nine actually, because she's only putting one in. 
in the morning, we are going to narrow everybody's down to one so that we have five entries. One entry is going to be 100% uh, the Ocean's Weeded Voyage number 29 because that is Roxy's entry. And that's her only one. So she doesn't have to narrow down shit. But we're going to blind all five of them on the second podcast for Bourbon of the Year. We're going to rate each one, one to five, between the, uh, amongst us all. And then, based off the number... We're going to rate the other eight, right? What? No. Rate the other eight? (laughs) No, five... is already in there? Yeah, hers is in, and the other four... We'll have it narrowed down in the first podcast. The Christmas podcast will narrow each one down, so we put each one of us put one in. We pick our best each one, and then once we have it narrowed, we're going to blind them on the second podcast for our bourbon of the year. And the way that the rating's going to work is each person will rank the five bourbons that they're blind tasting, one through five, and then we'll put the numbers together and see how it works. If there's a tie, it goes into a face-off between the bourbons that are a tie. So we will have our bourbon of the year. The rules are it has to be a bourbon. It can be a bourbon based off of it doesn't matter whether Jack Daniels calls itself Tennessee whiskey. It qualifies as a bourbon. So any Jack Daniels that hasn't been manipulated or you know finished to make it not bourbon, it's still a bourbon. Also, it can't be a finished bourbon that disqualifies it from being a bourbon. It can be finished in a French oak cask, a French oak staves, similar to what Maker's Mark does with their, their staves. They still qualify as bourbons. So as long as it qualifies through the process as a bourbon, you can pick it. But just know, I mean, for instance, the Heaven Hill. I don't Hill, even want to get into that after last year's fiasco. It wouldn't, wouldn't let me put my Maker's Mark Stave profile in. Right now. We had to put all of, them, all of the Stave profiles you could put, we, if we, I wanted to enter one. All I got to say is you can enter whatever you want as long as it qualifies as bourbon. It can't. Uh, so oh, CT was saying, "What about Little Book?" Well, there's rise in it, and it's like not fifty. It's obviously not fifty-one percent corn. It's got rye and malt whiskey, which makes those those higher than what you know. So overall, it qualifies as a bourbon, not American whiskey. Now, Su- anyway, Super Nash right, came up with next year. Up, yep, we're we're ready to go. But we'll Super Nash, Super Nash came up with. Oh, we should we should basically make it so that we have a whiskey of the year and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you want you got time for that? So, anyways, there you go. That's what that's going to be. It's coming up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching tonight. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank you, C. You uh, too. Thank you, Super Facebook Live. We appreciate everybody that tunes in and and just gives us a little bit of time. And uh, you know, if you got time, give us a comment. And, you know, and uh, leave your review of uh, what we do. Let us know what we're doing so we can, uh, you know, kind of make it better for you. Yep. Thanks. For us. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks everybody, for, for, for watching. Help me help, me help Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. jump in, jump, jump in a lake there, Nash. And I had some other words that I was thinking, but I'm not using them. All right. So everybody, 
Thank you for watching tonight. Remember, uh, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. He already went through all that stuff about the social media and whatnot. But uh, remember, good bourbons equals good times and good friends. friends. Drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. And make sure you live dangerously. All right. Live your life. Period. Yep, and little Steve-O's going to take us out. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Cheers. Cheers, Greg. Thanks, Greg. It's gr- yep, great to see you. Oh, show me the way to the next. Bring that with you, Matt. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, later, John. Appreciate you tuning in. If we don't find the next whiskey bar, I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts.